presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, a sports gambling podcast by betters for betters, connecting you with the brightest, sharpest, and most electric personalities in all the sports gambling industry. So as always, pull up a chair, open up your mind, and get ready to receive knowledge you won't find anywhere else. We can't thank you enough for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. This is Wise Words. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us for season two, episode number eight of the Wise Words Podcast. I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and get some of the best knowledge and insights on the market from some of the brightest, sharpest, and most electric names in all of the sports gambling industry and beyond. Now, my friends, we have an entirely different spin for today's show, something we have uh, yet to dive into here today, but I cannot wait to uh, chat with the guy who we have joining us here today. But before we get to that, man, you know the drill. I got to bring in the second half of the TTL Sports Media crew, a man who has been gloating for quite a few weeks now, but the uh, high energy has come a little bit back down to earth. We have promised after Monday's show uh, of the Talking the Line podcast not to give him too much more shit as we uh, carry on here, but for one more time, the one time for the one time, my friends, help me welcome in the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend in around this time of the year, the now sulking TTL resident cheesehead faithful himself, Mr. Riley Armax. Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I was doing fine. Uh, you know, I was going to give you a full Collinsworth slide in like I've done a handful of times, but you ruined it for me. But uh, I'm doing fantastic, dude. As, as good as I can be, like you said, uh, you know, we were, uh, you know, reveling in this loss. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to get past it. And, uh, you know, I wish we had talked to this man last week and maybe yeah. he could have helped us out, tell us what would have happened in that game yeah. uh, ahead of time. But we, uh, we've we got him now, so I'm, uh, I'm hyped for that opportunity. But uh, I've got nothing else, my man. I am doing fantastic, as good as I can be. Let's get on with it. Sure enough. Uh, sorry I had to uh, get yeah, one yeah, final yeah. jab in there, my friend. Uh, hey, hindsight's twenty twenty, but hopefully we can uh, get some good insights here today that'll make us all better betters going forward. So... With all that being said, my friends, let's get on into it. The eighth guest for season two brings a different spin to the sports gambling industry and the daily fantasy industry, too. And it's actually a spin that we have yet to get into on this show, but I am so juiced, and I know Mags is too, to get into the world of how this can impact our bets and more. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about the man that's been kind enough to stop by and dish out some wise words today. He holds a bachelor's degree from the Florida State University and a master's degree in, let me not forget, so I say it correctly, atmospheric sciences and meteorology from the Mississippi State University. Once he graduated, he started his media career 
as a meteorologist at WABG News based out of Greenville, Mississippi. Bounced around there for a little while and then made a move to another meteorologist position. He uh, moved on over to KSA News 12 out of Shreveport, Louisiana, hung out there for a little while, and then he made his biggest move yet. He became the big dog on campus as the chief meteorologist for KDAF News in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area. My friends, if you haven't figured out the angle yet, it's the weather, and now you know the man we're about to speak with has more than the background to back up anything he might have to say here today. But, 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 but. First, as per usual, ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor and pleasure to welcome in the current meteorologist for ABC 13 News based out of Houston, Texas, the current chief meteorologist for rotogrinders.com, your one-stop shop for all things daily fantasy, a man who was once voted as Dallas's favorite meteorologist, and oh my goodness, I can't forget, a man who owns one wicked step-back jumper, Mr. Kevin Roth. That's quite the intro. Thank you. Thank Welcome you. in. Welcome man. in, Kevin. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm good. I don't think I can like live up to that hype, but uh, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, you can definitely live up to all that hype. The pleasure is all ours. Thank you for stopping by, my friend. Know you're a uh, busy guy. Got the little one running around the house, too. So I uh, know you're uh, all over the map, so can't thank you enough for uh, say, taking some time out of your busy schedule, my friend. Yeah, always happy to talk my two favorite things, which are sports and weather. And it turns out I think it's pretty useful to some folks out there as well. Sure enough. Sure enough. Well, hey, we won't waste any time. We will uh, get right on into it. But before we dive into the nitty gritty, I want to know about, a little bit about the legendary Mr. Kevin Roth. Now, what got you into weather? What kind of led you into the career path of weather and then kind of into daily fantasy and sports? And now where you find yourself now, interlacing the two, daily fantasy, sports, gambling, weather. Who is the man that we know now? Uh, it started in like middle school or high school. People are always, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And for some reason, I just had in my head I was going to be a weatherman, like a TV weatherman. And sure enough, went through high school, got to college, and they're like, all right, choose your major. And I was like, all right, meteorology. Like, let's, let's do it. Why not? And, you know, worked my way through college, went to grad school, got a master's degree, did the TV gig, worked my way up, as you mentioned, uh, up to Dallas. And the TV thing was great. I loved it. Everything was going great. And I got a message uh, randomly from a friend on Facebook. It was like, hey, a buddy of mine is looking to hire a meteorologist for something. I don't even know what it is, but you should reach out. And I reached out, and it was uh, Cam and Cal, the CEOs and the creators of rotogrinders.com. And they said, hey, we need a meteorologist who can – Focus on sports and tell us if it's going to rain out in baseball games. Talk about the winds. Uh, so somebody that knows weather sports, but is also like chill and you know wants to drink a beer and hang out. And I was like, that's me. This is <laughs> this is perfect. This is exactly me. So that's uh, that's how it all started in the the sports angle of things. I love it. I absolutely love it. It always seems uh, when you get into the sports industry or sports media industry, one way or the another, it's always those. Weird little connections. That's kind of how it started for us. We uh, decided to take a leap of faith, and then we've just kind of grown our network. So we can uh, definitely relate with that for sure. But I'll yield back for now. Appreciate you uh, enlightening us to who the uh, legend Kevin Roth is now. Now we're all on the same page. Partner, take it away. What do you got, good sir? 
Well, first things first for me, Kevin, I'm curious because from the dawn of time, your profession of meteorology has always been, uh, has always received a lot of backlash on the rare case when you might be incorrect. Yeah. And now you find yourself combining into the sports gambling space, which if you're in that space, you also know that giving out advice can come with a lot of backlash. Now that you've combined the two, is it to a point that you could, you never really, you couldn't really imagine the type of backlash that you get now mixing the two or is what you're seeing now, if at all, I'm not, of course, if you're uh, you know, fantastic at what you do, then maybe you, you know, you steer away from it a little bit more, but uh, is this now combining the two bigger, greater backlash and how do you deal with it as compared to when it was, you know, specifically as meteorology? Oh, I take a lot of shit. I take, yeah, I get, I get a lot of flack, uh, and like you said, that's that's part of predicting the future. Whether you're talking meteorology or sports outcomes, if you're predicting the future, it doesn't always go 100% right. Um, and when it was on TV, you might get an occasional snarky email from someone, but it it really wasn't that common. But now with sports betting everybody's on twitter and people are very quick to throw barbs and someone one time I, you know the forecast didn't go right and someone's like i think you need a nice vacation in mexico and i was like oh that's nice and then i kept reading like and then you should chug the water and get violently ill and stay there <laughs> so, okay. uh, so i it really bugged me honestly when i first started the first few years like I would fight back and I'd be like, well, you don't understand what happened with the models. Uh, but now I don't care. Like, all right, whatever. It didn't work out 100% the way that we hoped it would. So right. um, I just, I do my best every day. And most of the time it's right. A few times it's not right. And you just kind of shrug and like, all right, well, mother nature beat me that time. Well, so is it is it worse come baseball time? Because you're probably doing this a little bit more on a daily basis as opposed to the NFL. Do you see it worse from fans or fan bases during the NFL season, or excuse me, MLB season as compared to right now? Yeah, it's way worse during baseball. Like that's, baseball is kind of my on season because it's every day and it's, you know, a ton of games every day. And the thing that's difficult about baseball is that you can nail the weather and say, it's going to rain an hour into the game. That rain will be over an hour later. But I don't know if they're going to play and then delay. Are they going to postpone it? Like, I don't know what they're going to do about the weather. And that makes things extremely difficult. Even if, even if you're 100% with what happens weather-wise, you can be 100% wrong with what the outcome will be. And so that does make it really difficult in baseball. Fair enough. Yeah, that's what I imagine. I mean, because now I imagine about November, December uh, for NFL, you're, you know, you're picking up and now you're, I guess, a little higher stakes right now. But yeah, I imagine baseball is uh, <laughs> as busy as your job combining the two gets. So I'll, uh, that's all I've got so far. I'll uh, let Cole kick off with a few more questions there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, kind of seems to me, Mr. Roth, that uh, you got some thick skin over there and uh, maybe maybe or may not has been the easiest path to get to where you are. I'm sure all of us can attest to any, any uh, creator in any space or, or anybody in, in really this space, any media or anything at all, um, can definitely attest to it's not an easy road. So that being said, I've been asking this to our guests a lot and I thought you could offer some pretty good perspective on this. What would be your best advice to somebody trying to break into meteorology or somebody trying to break into sports media or content creator or just someone chasing their dream or their passion at the end of the day? What's your best advice for that person? Do something different. Do something that isn't being done already. 
and do something free. Do something where you're not getting paid. Get it out there, get the content out there, get some followers, because eventually those followers, that's your currency. Like right now, that is my negotiation point. Everything that I do is based on how many followers I have and I could push those followers wherever I want. And that essentially is what gets me paid. It's not mm. that I'm working nine hours a day, it's that I have a following. Um, right. So work for free, do something different, try and gain that following because eventually you can use that as your leverage. I love that. I love that. Yeah, we uh, that's kind of why we got into the industry is is to be a different voice, a different perspective, a different spin than than what you see. And we always joke, be those suits. And I'm taking the Chicago Bears because the Chicago Bears are the fun team to play today. Like we we never wanted to be that we would be more kickback, more relaxed, have some fun, talk some shit, talk shop with whether the guys who love sports, love daily fantasy, love sports betting. And and we can definitely uh, see that in you, my friend. So I, I can appreciate that answer. I got a little kind of something additional to that, but I'll save it uh, for my next question. Partner, carry on, my friend. All right, so kind of picking up where I left off a little bit, Kevin. Is there any, whether it's NFL, MLB, or anything else, in gambling, you know, you typically have maybe, even if all signs point to this team being a good pick today, there's typically some teams where you just won't touch anymore because they've burned you so many times. Is there any city or stadium uh, in any of these sports that you covers that has caused you, despite every sign that you're seeing and what you use to tell people what's going to happen weather-wise, is there any that you just try your best to stay away from because it's, you know, kind of chap you so many times or it's because it's so unpredictable? What, what's the number one that comes to your mind when I say that? Yeah, immediately what comes to mind is the Washington Nationals. Mm -hmm. They had so many fiascos with weather where they have postponed games where it never rains. They have played games where it rains the whole time. Like, I just can't figure out what their decision process is. Like, I'm looking at radar and I'm like, well, any other team that would just postpone the game. <laughs> Washington, I, I don't know. Um, they've, they've burned me a lot and it's been in incredibly frustrating ways every time. Uh, so yeah, Washington's kind of my bugaboo for sure. Yeah, I was excited to ask you that because we, I mean, we have a show every single day where we have a pick and every once in a while, almost every once a week, it's like, I know I've said maybe to stay away, but I am going to this again. So I was just curious <laughs> to see if you had any similar experiences on your Yeah, end Washington gets me. And then the other thing that I just can't, I can't stay away from is uh, even really good quarterbacks like Tom Brady, if it's bad weather, I'm like, I don't, you know, give me the under, give me the under. And then Tom Brady in bad weather just shreds every time. I'm like, make it stop. Make right. it stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's burned me a few times. But mostly I'd say the Washington Nationals are uh, DC the ones. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Go ahead, Colt. I love that. It's uh, it's not just in sports betting. It's in weather predicting too. teams that can chap your ass as well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so kind of um, similar question to what I just asked you, but with more of a daily fantasy or sports betting feel, however kind of you want to preface it. So I ask this to all of our guests, but again, you got a little bit more of the DFS background, so really however you want to take it. What's your number one piece of advice for the novice better or the novice DFS player that just downloaded XYZ Sportsbook or the uh, whatever you would utilize for your daily fantasy um, needs, that whatever that might be, 
um, what is your number one piece of advice for that person, but also the daily degenerate or the daily utilizer of all these uh, apps and stuff can add to their daily processes as well? Um, first and easiest is check the weather and you can do, you don't have to like Google it. You can just find me and I will tell you the weather. I, I <laughs> try to make that as easy as I can for every sport. Um, but yeah, know the weather before you, you place a bet. Don't just blindly be like, oh, wow, they're definitely going to score over 46 points because it might be 40 mile per hour wins. And then they're definitely not going to score over that. Um, so always check the weather. And then my one betting tip that's really worked well for me like, I am not a sports better. Before I got into this industry, I love sports. I love weather, but I had never been a sports better. Um, but I've been tracking my bets ever since I got into it. And I've been hitting it about a 64% win rate on unders in windy games for the NFL. Um, it's just, if it's going to be a 20, 25 mile per hour wind, it is hard to throw the ball. The offenses are going to run more. It's going to slow the game down you will hit the under, not just on the totals, but in all those little prop bets as well. So find the windy game and bet the under. That's my tip for all the novices out there. So unlike uh, stopping by the Wide Words pod or the TTL pod, don't hammer the over in that situation. Take the under every single time. Yes. I, 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 lo I love what I'm hearing. All right. That does it for my high-level questions. I'm going to get into a little bit more weather-related and some stuff along those lines here shortly. But uh, I'll yield back one more time. Partner, what you got, sir? I guess kind of building straight off of that, Kevin, is there anything, I mean, obviously the wind is a major factor when talking about maybe totals or even a certain team in, in the MLB, but, you know, just because, and maybe there's a similar trend, I just personally don't know off the top of my head because we haven't seen baseball in a few months, is there anything anywhere near that type of level? Because obviously, like I said, wind is a huge factor, but you never know when a, a pitcher is going to have his worst day of his career and, you know, have, you know, eight walks or something along those lines. Um, and maybe baseball is just too volatile is the, is the answer, but is there anything in baseball that you try to pick off the, of the most? Yeah. Um, baseball is fun because there's so many weather variables that matter, right? Yeah. You mentioned the wind. Are, are winds blowing out? Are winds blowing in from center? Uh, what ballpark is it? Because some ballparks like in San Francisco, they built the stadium to block the wind. So even if it's a 20 mile per hour wind, it never makes it onto the field and it doesn't matter. Whereas other ballparks like Wrigley that are older are wind tunnels and just you get a strong wind in Wrigley and it really matters. Um, but I think the most underrated thing in baseball is the temperature. The hotter it is, the more the atmosphere is stretched out. It's the thinner air, it's a, a stretched atmosphere. And so the ball carries a lot farther in hot games than when it's 40 degrees. So I really like unders in those games that are played really early or really late in the season when it's 30, 40 degrees, give me the under every time. As you start getting into the summer and those temperatures are in the 80s and 90s, I, I tend to, to like a lot more overs. Um, I will say, and you know, I was bragging on my track record there with the NFL, like 64% win rate, which apparently is, is very good. I do not have that in baseball. So, um, <laughs> I know that weather matters in a lot of different ways, but I have not been as successful betting baseball or at least tracking my bets as I have been with NFL. 
Yeah, uh, like I said, I mean, maybe the answer is just that baseball is, is too volatile. And then I honestly, a question building off of that, because you've talked about the wind in the NFL. I picked off, uh, you know, obviously your services were requested pretty highly during that Monday night Bills and Patriots uh, game that was crazy, crazy windy. So fun. And that was so fun. <laughs> so my question is, because of that game, a lot of us, because we're from the Midwest, we love, and you know, we're all for that hard nose. Give us as much weather every once in a while uh, as you can get. There were a lot of people though that were standing on top of a mountaintop saying, "This is why there should be 32 domes in the NFL." Give us your reasoning as to why those people are 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 bonkers. Uh, give us your reasoning why that should never ever happen. Those people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I understand it. Like I get it, especially for baseball when games get rained out completely, mm. but a, the weather makes things more fun. It's fun to watch teams in the snow. It's fun to watch a guy try to punt it and the ball boomeranging back at them. From, like it goes six yards, you know, like that's fun. It makes the game more exciting. Uh, so obviously I love the weather. Also, if there were 32 domes, I would be out of a job. So <laughs> for that reason in particular, I very much so appreciate those places that do not roof in a dome. Right. And I, when I was writing up that question, I, at first I typed it up in, in, in the way, kind of how you just finished that. And I was like, wait a second, that he, his job wouldn't exist if there was 32 yes. domes. I have to figure out a different <laughs> way to ask this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm very pro bad weather and leave it open and no retractable yeah. roofs. Absolutely. Go ahead, Cole. I'll kick it back to you. I love it, man. Such so passionate about weather. That is so awesome, man. I love it. You definitely are in your calling, in your lane, my friend. That is evident there. All right, let's uh, stick a little bit more with weather from me. Um, now, we've talked a little bit kind of high level, maybe some wind, maybe some rain. Now, we can all look like high level like that. Obviously, all right, we look at the, the forecast. Oh, going to be probably some heavy rain during the game. We might get rained out. Now, what are some weather factors that people kind of tend to gloss over or overlook but are actually major factors into the sports betting world or into DFS as well? I think for baseball, it's temperature for me. I mentioned that. Um, you, whether it's 40 degrees or 80 degrees makes a very big difference in the score in baseball. For NFL, I think it's more so that people overestimate the impacts that the weather's going to have, in particular mm -hmm. things like temperature. Uh, in general, yes, there is a slight correlation between the colder it gets, the fewer points are scored, but it's not the kind of slope that you see when you're talking about high winds and scoring. Where sure. It's dramatic. It's a really little slope here where you, you can just pick out a trend when you're talking temperatures and scoring. Uh, and then the other thing that I see people do all the time is they hit me up on a Monday or Tuesday talking about a Sunday game. And they're like, oh, it looks like it's going to rain in Tampa. I'm like, I have a master's degree in meteorology. I have no idea if it's going to rain in Tampa this far out. Like you, if you just go to weather.com and it says rain, like, sure. It will probably rain on Sunday somewhere in the Tampa Bay area, but is it going to rain? on that at that time in that three hour span is it going to rain hard is it going to rain all game or is it going to be brief you don't know those things until you're maybe a day or two out you can't place bets on rain five or six days out because it's going to change and then the whole thing that you bet on isn't going to happen you're gonna feel like an idiot and i know that because right. i've done that before <laughs> and i've learned my lesson 
when you're when you're making bets on wind, four or five days down might be okay. But rain is so much more variable. Where in Washington it can be pouring, and right across the street it can be dry. Mm. You know, winds are winds are more uniform, so they're easier to predict. But with rain, wait until the day of the day before, before you make that bet, because it might not. Happen. I got you. I got you. Now, you might have saw, I just had something pop into my head, and I can't believe that I didn't think about this earlier. I have so long had this debate, and everybody says I'm full of shit, and now I have a meteorologist right here in prime time. I got the answer. Okay, now, when we open up the weather app, we look Mm -hmm. at today's forecast, and it says percent of precipitation. Does that mean the chance that it's actually going to rain or the amount of surface area in that given area that's going to see precipitation it's a little bit of both i know it is (laughs) it is wildly complex you know you'd think it would just be one or the other but really that number is the coverage of the rain like you mentioned combined with the confidence that we're going to see rain there will be times when if the cap breaks, if this atmospheric cap breaks, we're going to see 50% coverage of storms. But there's only a 30% chance that that cap will break, and you could get zero rain out of it. Mm. So in that case, it would be more like a 20 to 30% chance for rain. Um, so it is a combination both of the overall coverage of rain, but also in our confidence in that rain happening. Because we don't always know 100% if it's going to rain or not. Sure. Yeah. All right. I, know, I well, wish it was a much easier answer yeah. than that. I love it. Twenty five years to ask someone. Yeah. That hey, I, I, hey. Hey. I got the. Hey. At least I got the opportunity, and I got my fifteen minutes of fame, if you will, in this space. So, hey, that I've been waiting forever and ever and ever. At least I can somewhat, uh, maybe seventy five percent, lay my head softly on my pillow tonight. I appreciate your words, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I'll yield back, partner. What you got? Honestly, one of the last things for me that I really have, I'm curious, Kevin, as far as, you know, you've kind of talked about, you know, whether you can kind of see whether starting the first chunk of the game, then stopping, let's say you see whether it's first half uh, not happen in second half. Would you say there's more of an advantage to trying to bet on a team or against the team first half and then switching into the second half and having a different second half bet because of the weather or would you see more of a chance of a would you kind of advise to wait and see do some live betting if you're really gung-ho about that type of change and maybe a wait and see if that is actually what happens with the weather that's a great question uh i know that there is an advantage to be had live betting or betting halves based on the very latest up-to-date weather information because I've had professional sports bettors reach out and say, Kevin, I will pay you to just text me when it's going to rain. Like specifically, is it going to rain, you know, the first half of this game or when the game's already going and the rain is about to rain and I'm looking at radar and I know in 10 minutes it's about to pour. Um, I've had people reach out and say, like, can you do that for me? And sadly, I'm too busy. Like, I can't just stare at radar, you know, um, (laughs) but I know there's an advantage to be had there betting unders when you know that rain is about to come down, but it requires knowing what you're looking at, you know, being able to read a radar, knowing where you're looking and being able to time it out. So I think, I don't know if you have to be a meteorologist to be able to do it, but you have to have certainly some familiarity with at least a radar app or with the weather in order to do it. There definitely is an edge there to be had. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I was uh, wondering you if that's where you would take it. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the majority of people like us like to think they can read a radar. But when the chips are down, I, uh, I'm i not uh, exactly putting my money on myself for old cold over here to try and read a radar. <laughs> <No>. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. Go right. ahead, I'll, Cole. That's I'll, all I'll, back, I'll back you up for sure on that one. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about half the time. I mean, hey, yeah, yeah, the weather's, uh, yeah, it's cold and there's a lot of wind. I think it's going to, uh -huh, yep, that's going to affect it. What gets me is when, uh, you know, pregame, you're watching the pregame shows and they're going out to these reporters doing the weather report and they don't know anything about the weather. And they're out there like, I know that the rain is going to stop the game, but they're standing out there in the rain like, it's going to be a soaker all day long. I'm just like, no, someone get a meteorologist to do this. Why, why do we have this generic person talking about the weather happening now as if it's going to be happening four hours from now? It frustrates the hell out of me. They don't have some meteorologists doing it. And I mean this in all term of endearment. Kevin, I love how much of a nerd for the weather you are, my man. I absolutely <laughs> yeah. love it. That is so electric. That. that is so electric. Um, okay, so we talked a little bit about um, like the weather impacting teams in general. Now, and this can be NFL, MLB too, if something kind of jumps out in your mind. Are there any specific positional groupings that kind of find themselves impacted the most? I mean, we've talked a little bit about quarterbacks, pitchers. Uh, is there any positional groupings that really find themselves impacted the most from weather? Uh, yes. So two thoughts on that. One is in baseball, don't just look at the winds blowing out. Think about are the winds blowing out to left? Are the winds blowing out to right? If the winds are blowing out to right, you probably want a left-handed pull hitter who's going to hit it out to right to take advantage of those wins. Hmm. So if you're betting on you know, who's going to hit a home run or if you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're plugging in a guy that you want to hit a home run, think about that lefty-righty way and the direction of the wind, not just in or out, but like as a vector to a certain direction. Um, as for NFL, it's mostly quarterbacks and it's wide receivers and it's high-wind games. Hmm. If it's going to just absolutely pour rain all game, it's a bit in advantage of the running back because they're going to get those carries. But at the same time, the game slows down. The defense know that you're going to run it, and it can just kind of be a punt test where you don't see a lot of yards or points in general. Hmm. Um, so really more than anything, the high wind or an absolute downpour helps the defense. But um, with running backs, a hair, I guess. Sure enough. Sure enough. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that's what it would be. And and I mean, I even thought to kind of like to an extent, maybe if uh, you got wind blowing in and maybe the infielders are seeing some wild stuff, maybe you always got to kind of think about that too. Are there going to be a chance for some errors? Maybe we have a wild game goes over on some nonsense. I mean, we saw that time from time in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge Cubby fan, so we saw that in Wrigley too. So I like I definitely like that. I want to see if there was any, any kind of uh, thing I was missing too. So I appreciate where you went with that. Barnard, did you have anything else or uh, you tapped out for the day? I got a couple more. If you are, let me know. Go ahead. Go right ahead. All right. Uh, outside of that, now, um, before we kind of get into maybe potentially this weekend, a little uh, conference championship, maybe your outlook overall. doesn't look like we got too much weather that we got to battle, but, hey, we just talked about it. Time of recording Monday, talking about Saturday's weather. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But um, favorite sports teams, are you favorite, uh, any of your favorite teams in the Houston area, your different teams, or where you at? Yeah, um, kind of all over the place here. I am sorry, I just lost you for a second. Uh, I am a New York Giants fan in football because my family's from New York and they just like when I was a kid, they just gave me a Giants hoodie and they're like, you're a Giants fan. Uh, mm -hmm. Even though I grew up in Florida. 
I was like, all right, I, I guess I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> um, and a uh, big Tampa Bay Lightning fan in hockey, not just because they are Lightning and it's related, but because I'm from Tampa Bay. Uh, but the lightning bolt doesn't hurt. I do enjoy wearing the shirt right. with the lightning bolt. On <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, and then baseball, I'm kind of I'm open. Like I'm uh, I'm a free agent. So, if some team could still recruit me to be their, their fan. Uh, I guess Tampa Bay's, if anything. Sure. Uh, did, did I leave out any sports there? Oh, oh NBA. Uh, Huge. I lived in Dallas for three years during the Dirk Nowitzki era, mm. and you just could not help but become a huge Mavs fan living in Dallas, watching Dirk do what he did for the city. Uh, so I'm a huge Dallas Mavs fan as well. That's awesome. I uh, I mean, hey, hold on a minute. You didn't just live in the city of Dallas. You were Dallas's favorite meteorologist, my friend. Now, hold on, hold to on. To be clear, you know, it's one of those online polls. Do I know the legitimacy of that? Hey, hey, did hey, my mom just hey, vote ten thousand times? I don't know. Did um, did I did I ask that question? No, sir. I I I I did not give a damn. I, all I said was, "Wow, hey, that's that's a hell of an award." If you ask me, looks, I, it looks good on the resume, regardless of. of I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, outside of that, uh, little state of the union. I mean, goodness gracious, the uh, dumpster fire that's kind of been the old New York Giants here going into the postseason. Any uh, thoughts? Anything? We're kind of uh, what's going on? What can we expect going into twenty twenty two twenty three? I can't figure out if Daniel Jones is the man or not. Like, is he the guy? One game, I'm like, no, I see it. I see it in that scramble, and I saw it, and I thought, he's the guy. We're sticking with him. And then the next game, I'm like, this guy sucks. What is he doing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and literally every game, as soon as I made up mine one way or the other, the next game, he flips me again. And I just I feel like that's maybe where the team is, and maybe where a lot of Giants fans are, but – I just don't know if he's the guy or not. And I guess we got to give him one more year to figure it out. But it's like year four or something. We should know by now. Putting up number five on the board, me and uh, buddy guy over here in the box talk about that weekly on the show. Is Daniel Jones going to be Danny Dimes or he is just going to be Danny left on the end of the bench? We need to know because we need to be able to figure out if we can bet him or not. So I love that. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, last one from me. Uh, pretty much everything I got. You pretty much answered anything else I could have asked. Um, kind of looking forward a little bit into uh, this week's conference championship games, the NFL. I know um, we're quite a few days away here, time of recording Monday. Day, but uh, just kind of high level. We don't need, hey, here's your picks. And oh my gosh, Kevin Roth gave us a pick on Monday and he is just absolutely, <laughs> I am done with this asshole. I'm unfollowing him. It's over with. Just kind of high level. Obviously, we got Bengals Chiefs. We just had uh, that meeting in Kansas City, regular season. Bengals take it 34 31. So we got that one. And then we got the third meeting now of the season, but what seems to be the Los Angeles Rams kryptonite with the San Francisco 49ers. What say you, my friend? Uh, so as far as uh, a little little check, everything looks pretty good. I think in Kansas City, it will be cool, but not frigid, not windy, not rainy or snowy. So no impact there. Uh, and then L.A. is L.A. So, you know, I'm sure it's fine. I think they've got it's so far, right? They've got a, a yeah. roof, too, if needed. So mm -hmm. um, so no weather impacts. As far as who to pick, I, I, I guess... I guess I like San Francisco, but am I really backing the team with the worst quarterback remaining in the playoffs? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I assume they're the underdog, right? 
Yeah, they are uh, three and a half point underdog. Only three and a half? Yeah. (laughs) I thought they'd be a bigger underdog than that. Um, All right. Uh, I don't know why, but my heart is telling me to go with San Francisco. You can just win ugly. So if they can keep it ugly, then maybe they can win. But that's all I got. I don't have anything that I don't have any hot, spicy takes for you on that. All right. All right. And then uh, do the uh, Chiefs and old Patty Mahomes reign supreme once again? Or we have uh, the Passion of the Torch with uh, Joe Smooth Cool B and uh, the old Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is so cool and he's so good. Both those teams are just so, so very good. Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you, I'm sure as hell looking forward to watching the game. Hmm. I guess I got to go with Kansas City on that one, but mostly it's just a game I cannot wait to watch because I have no idea what's going to happen, and I know it's going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. I I couldn't believe they walked it off in the regular season, and anytime I get an opportunity to toot this one, I I scooped up the Bengals in week 14, it was, and cashed them as the AFC North. I picked them up plus 230 for AFC North winners, and they cashed that, and then I've just kind of homered out on them ever since and just kind of rolled with them all the way through the playoffs, and they just keep making me money, so I'm like, okay, maybe we just back you again, and you're going to the Super Bowl, so... I don't know. I, I don't have any uh, firm thoughts on it yet. Mags, you got anything over there either? Not any firm thoughts, man. I mean, we talked about on our on our Monday show, Niners. I also lean Niners, but it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Bengals seems like too many points, but it seems a little too good to be true for me. I don't know. You're right. Monday, I still uh, kind of recording Monday. Still haven't dove in deep enough to have a firm opinion yet. Haven't dove in deep enough and have barely come back to the surface from the sheer yes. the sheer drowning that was this past weekend that I will not refer to uh, on this show anymore. Oh, I'm I sorry about that, but how good were the games? I'm sorry for your loss, Riley, but uh, how right. good were those games this Electric. weekend? Electric. Oh, so Unbelie- good. So uh, unbelievable. I'm happy that I got out of the way Saturday, but I'll be honest. I It took me a while to stomach watching more football after my team rips my heart out on Saturday <laughs> right. night. So I enjoyed it as much as I possibly could. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, it was great. I think oh. during the, the Rams-Bucks game, when the Bucks were coming back, I tweeted, this is the greatest game of all time. And then the next game was actually maybe the greatest game of all time. It was better. I just, yes. we, we got really lucky with how good all those games were, even though I do want the Packers to win. But uh, at least we got really, really good football. Sure enough. 100%. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, we covered who is the legendary, the man, the myth, the now DFS legend, soon uh, becoming sports gambling unders legend, Kevin Roth. Talked a little bit about uh, his best advice for the uh, sports gambling industry, DFS industry. If you're wanting to just break in as a creator or maybe in weather, maybe if you have a biggest passion as this guy down there does, clearly as weather, maybe you uh, do a little bit of that too. Talked MLB, NFL, everything in between. If you guys missed anything, hit that rewind button, go back, nothing but wise words. You know the drill. That is all we have here. Another electric guest and Mr. Kevin Roth. And one more time, um, before we get you out of here, Kevin, uh, let you have the floor. Where can we follow you? Where can we find all your content? Everything in between uh, so we can all become a little bit smarter on the weather together. Yeah, uh, best thing you can do is follow me on Twitter at Kevin Roth, WX. WX is weather nerd slang or weather. WX is like shorthand if you're a weather. weather. Uh, so at Kevin Roth, WX. And then I put the forecast up for free for every single sport on roadrinders.com 
whether it's PGA, NFL, MLB, I dabble in NASCAR occasionally, like whatever it is, um, I'm your guy for if it's outside sports and it's weather, I'm your guy. So just hit me up and uh, I'm always happy to help. Hey, boogity, boogity, boogity. I'm always down to get behind the wheel of NASCAR, go around and collapse a couple tracks a couple times. I tell you what now. I'll be honest, golf didn't even pop into my head. I, I probably would have came with a couple golf questions. I don't know how that Ooh. didn't pop into my head at all. <laughs> Golf's hey. a good one because those winds, yeah. like the early morning winds oh, yeah. can be light, and then by the afternoon, they're 20 mile per hour. So you got to get those guys in the early wave. Yeah, golf is a, is a low-key, sneaky, uh, significant weather impact sport. Well, we're getting uh, we're getting to the start of the season. We just got through the uh, the third major tournament or second, I think it was here. Maybe it was only the second. Um, whatever it was, we're getting now kind of back into golf, and it'll be before you know it. We'll be in full swing. So maybe we'll have to uh, get a little uh, Kevin Roth 2.0 up on the uh, calendar here for uh, revisit a little PGA and everything in between. Train you but guys up on it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, well, I know I can speak for Mags, Kevin, but thank you again so much for your time stopping by, your wise words, um, more than we can uh, say. We appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Hey, thanks for having me. Honestly, I had a blast. Like I said, I love talking sports and weather, and uh, it was great hanging out with you guys and about what I enjoy. So thanks for having me. Absolutely, my friend. Well, to all of you on the opposite side of the screen that stopped by, decided to get some wise words here today from myself, Colton, Captain Colt Soroka, the legendary Riley R. Mags Magnuson, the legendary weatherman himself, Mr. Kevin Roth. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, at the end of every single piece of our content, let's cash some tickets. <laughs>